0: Good morning, church. So good to see everyone today. Thanks for joining us here in person. Always thankful for technology and those who can join us online. On September 18, 2007, Randy Pausch gave a lecture. Wall Street Journal called it the lecture of a lifetime. Randy, at the time, was an alumnus and a professor at Carnegie Mellon, It was the lecture that made the world stop and pay attention. It became an internet sensation, 21 million views. It became a best-selling book, 5 million copies in 48 languages. In the lecture, the then 47-year-old computer science professor said goodbye to the university. He said goodbye to his students. They interviewed him on several stations. You can um, just Google last lecture with Randy Pausch. All you, all you have to do is put in last lecture. Why is it called the last lecture? Well, there's a lot of universities that have been doing this. They ask a professor, if, if this were the last time to address a group of students, what would you say? Why was Randy Pausch's last lecture so significant? because he had just been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And they gave him six months to live. So it was a real-life opportunity to say goodbye to the university, to say goodbye to his students. It was a real-life opportunity to tell his own children his last words. Before he even started, they gave him a standing ovation. Within one month, it had a million hits on YouTube, You would expect him to talk about dying, but instead he talked about living. He talked about his dream of wanting to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers that obviously never happened. He talked about wanting to go to Disney World with his family. Diane Sawyer on Good Morning America, he told her, We have a finite amount of time. Whether short or long, it doesn't matter. Life is to be lived. He didn't do it for media coverage. He did it for his own children, for his three children. He wanted them to hear his last words. Think about that. If you knew you were going to die, if you knew you had the opportunity to say something to friends, to family, what would your last lecture be? What would your last words be? We begin a new series today called last words the last words of Jesus on the cross we call them the last words they're really last statements the seven statements he made while hanging on the cross I don't know how famous they are I don't know how many people know them I don't know how many Christians know them I don't know how significant these statements are to the world I don't know how significant these statements are even to Christians. You can search them. I'm sure you can find them. There are seven statements, 55 words. And I want us to look at these seven statements. We are counting today eight Sundays removed from Easter Sunday. Easter this year is April 17. We are just under eight weeks from Good Friday And so I want us to look over the next seven Sundays after today at these seven statements. It's ironic, don't you think, that it's called Good Friday. At first glance, there was really nothing good on that day. It was not only the worst day in the life of Jesus, it was the last day in the life of Jesus. Let me remind you of some things that happened on that day. It was a day of betrayal... It was a day of lying tongues and compromised courts. It was a day of brutal beating, of violence, of rejection, of fleeing friends, of loneliness. A day of darkness and thunder and earthquake. A day of human arrogance and folly. It was a day in which God Himself was killed as He submitted Himself to the hands of the humans that He created. Good Friday? I'm not so sure. What about you? Have you ever, you ever had a bad day? I'm not, I'm not wanting us to compare any day with Jesus, but have you ever had a bad day? Bad days are commonplace in our world. We say, I'm having a bad day. The last two years, we've had a lot of bad days with a pandemic. So I don't want to compare to what Jesus went through, but many of the things that Jesus experienced on that day are things that we experience every day. And yet, even though it appeared to be a bad day, it was a good Friday. It was good because God loves us enough that He gave us His Son. It was good because God loves us enough that Jesus became a perfect sacrifice. It was good because Jesus paid our sin debt on that day. It was good because on that day, Jesus gave us hope of eternal life. But again, at first glance, it just doesn't look very good. You know, when we have a bad day, we we would like to wipe it out. We would like for it to go away. But if we wipe out good friday in all of its badness we wipe out all of the good that it brings because on that day jesus died and on that day jesus spoke even at his death jesus had something to say to help us on our bad days to help us on our good days to help us live each day and again over the next eight weeks i want you to join me at the cross as we look at the seven statements of Jesus and what can we learn from those seven statements is there anything that he said anything in his last words that might help us when we're experiencing life's tough days maybe you're having one of those days right now maybe you had one of those days last week maybe you're having one of those weeks maybe you're having one of those months maybe You're having a time right now, it's like, I I just wish I could forget this. I wish I could just put it behind me. If so, I think we can learn something from the seven statements of Jesus on the cross. Jesus knows firsthand about betrayal and rejection. They hated Him. They slapped Him. They spit on Him. They whipped Him. They scourged Him. They nailed Him to a cross. They dropped Him in the ground. They stripped Him. They humiliated Him. And then they killed Him. Ever felt betrayal? Ever felt rejection? Loneliness? Hurt? Abused? Humiliated? Wondering, Jesus, You just don't know what I'm going through. Jesus, You've never experienced what I have experienced. Join us over the next seven weeks as we look at these seven last words, these seven statements. Because in these statements, Jesus helps us learn how to cope, how to heal, how to overcome, how to be victorious. I want us to listen to the words on that last day. Listen to the statements Before we get there, I want you to consider this. I want you to consider what Jesus heard. What Jesus heard on that day. Before we get to what He said, I want you to consider what Jesus heard on that day. If you flip through your Bible, you find these statements. They shouted, take Him away. Take Him away. Crucify Him. Shall I crucify your King? We have no King but Caesar. Those who passed by... They hurled insults at Him. Come down from the cross if you're the Son of God. He saved others, let Him save Himself. Come down from the cross and we'll believe you. He trusts in God, let God rescue Him now. Let's see if Elijah comes to save Him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Even the guys on either side of Him are participating... We're punished justly, but this man has done nothing wrong. That's what Jesus is hearing that day. But I want you to see what the crowd heard. This is what the crowd heard from the seven statements coming from Jesus on the cross. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I tell you the truth, today you'll be with me in paradise. Woman, behold your son. And to the disciple, behold your mother. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I thirst. It's finished. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. These last words are his final sermon. The last pulpit he preached from was from the cross. Which is why I like this song. There never was a pulpit like the old rugged cross. Jesus climbed the hill of Calvary, and they nailed Him on a cross. Though He had no sin, my friend, like me and you, He submitted like a gentle lamb and let them nail Him there, and prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, there never was a pulpit like the old rugged cross. and There never was such a meeting place as Calvary. There never was a greater lesson preached on love by mortal man, and there never was a pulpit like the cross. The cross of Jesus speaks volumes. The death of Jesus speaks volumes. The words of Jesus on the cross speak volumes. Again, we're going to look at these seven statements. Fifty-five words. These are the last seven statements while jesus was on the cross these are the seven statements from our dying savior these are not his final words he'll die he'll go in the grave he'll be resurrected he'll have a few more things to say before he ascends to heaven but in these last words we're going to learn about forgiveness and grace and relationships and sin and caring for others and redemption and surrender words of hope words of joy words focused on the future words to help us live each day randy pausch died six months after he gave that last lecture he recorded his last lecture for the benefit of his personal children jesus died on that good friday wasn't for media coverage, but these statements are recorded for the benefit of us, his children. What can we learn from those seven statements? Join us over the next seven weeks. Let's pray.